Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And this is a solo episode giving you the tricks and tips and tools to expand your empowerment and consciousness. All right, so if you have a topic that you want me to cover, make sure that you drop me an email, innerdominatrix at gmail.com. Today's episode, we are going to explore some of the science behind energy. And I've been doing some research lately and looking at, you know, how it is that we are interconnected and how we actually, you know, are able to affect others by our very being. And over the years, you know, and I've said to people, you know, that they they might want to let go of feeling frustrated or angry or, you know, really being quite upset about world events, disasters, catastrophes, things that they really have no control over and yet seem to kind of get themselves worked up in knots. I'm told by these people that if we don't get angry about injustices, we'll never change them. And I keep saying to people, it's like, actually, if we change us, if we change how we feel, then that's going to ripple out and affect the world. And of course, most people are skeptical. And rightly so, because how can you possibly change something just by changing who you are and your vibration? And yet this past week, I came across a study and I'll, I'll put the, the link in the show notes for the studies. But basically, the scientists studied DNA. Now they took DNA out of the cells, put it in a Petri dish so that it's just the DNA. And then they took people who were skilled at mastering their own emotional state, and they measured the effects of the emotions on the DNA. And this is really fascinating because the DNA, of course, <clears throat> is, our, is our building blocks. It's the way that we repair, we rejuvenate, it's the signals to the body to, you know, to either repair new cells or break down, you know, to have things that are aligned or creating cells that are problematic like cancer cells. So this is these are the foundational pieces of what happens in our body. A little science lesson today. So so our DNA is very crucial to how we show up on a physical level. And and it was fascinating to me to to see what effect the emotions actually had at a DNA level. So it's like I said, the DNA is pulled out of the cells. That's the only thing that's in the Petri dish. That's the only thing that they're measuring. And what they're doing is they, so they took these people who would, you know, kind of project different emotions at the DNA. And then they would see what would happen to the DNA. So the first thing is they had, you know, things like what we would call negative emotions. And, you know, I don't label things, but you know, fitting in that category of that energy frequency of what would be negative. So when you're feeling anger or fear or, you know, anxiety, those kinds of states to be in. So when the people projected that outwards, then what happened to the DNA is that it pulled in tight, it coiled in. And then when they had people that would you know, get themselves into a state of feeling 
compassion and gratitude and care, then the DNA would open up. Now, not just open up. Okay, so I have to kind of do a little bit of science here. If you're not familiar with this, with the, the structure of DNA, um, of course, in my background, I did a little bit of this study in school. It's really going back a few decades, but the DNA, when it goes to replicate, DNA strands open up and then they divide in half. And then once they divide in half, they each strand, each half creates a new strand. So they can't divide in half and replicate and create new cells unless it uncoils. So this is where it becomes important. You start to think, it's like, okay, if the DNA is tightly coiled up, then it's not in repair mode. It's not able to create new cells. It's not able to have, you know, creating new skin cells to have some new vibrancy. It's not creating new liver cells to help you process the things that you're eating and drinking like me, <laughs> right? You know, processing that wine or the lovely liquor that you're, that you're drinking. So the more that you have anger in your body and in your system, the more that this DNA coils up and it's not repairing. And so we're having this direct effect on the cells. And of course, at, uh, you know, when that compassion is in place and the gratitude is in place, then that DNA uncoils and it uncoils in this experiment to the point where it's about to split. Now, it didn't have the signal to say, hey, we need to split. But you can imagine that if it's in that circumstances where we have this gratitude and compassion coming at it, and it's like, oh, open and receptive, then if the body senses like, oh, yeah, we could use some new cells here, then it's going to like, you know, split apart and create some new cells. And that repair process can happen. So if we can have that effect on the cellular level within ourselves, just from the the state of what we're doing. Now we know that we are affecting our bodies, our cells. And we, you know, in this experiment, we were affecting DNA in a Petri dish. So that means that our state is affecting something outside of us. So our state has the ability to affect something or someone outside of us. All right. Now we got to figure if I get into a state of compassion and that ripples out and affects the person beside me and their DNA starts to open up and relax and sends kind of these signals of like, oh, it's actually safe, then maybe they're going to take on that state of compassion and start to pass it on. And that's the idea of where it's rippling out. The other piece of the scientific evidence was that they've been able to map out that the heart has an energetic resonance field. And the what they've mapped out is eight feet around the body, that there's this ability to impact eight feet away. Now, is it actually only eight feet? Probably not. But what's happened in the scientific studies is that they've only measured as far as eight feet. So the possibility of having that ripple out further it's quite likely. It's possible that you can be rippling out and affecting the world. So your ability to be in a state of feeling compassion, feeling serene, feeling calm, you know, feeling hopeful for the world has this resonance effect out into the world. So to say that you can't impact the world is a lie. 
your ability to stay in a place where you feel hopeful or at least neutral has an ability to ripple out to everyone you know, everyone in the planet, and create a change. The more people that are sitting in this state of compassion and love, the more things change. Now, the other scientific study, which is very interesting, is the the Maharishi effect. And this has been extensively studied. Now, what that one was really interesting is that it's you've got a lot of people in close close proximity that are meditating, getting into that, you know, wavelength of compassion and feeling that space of ease. That those studies, they've um they bring together say 7,000 people to meditate and over the course of a week or two weeks they study the effects on crime, on terrorist activity and all of them go down significantly. Um, the average on the studies is about a 50, 50% average reduction, which is quite significant. And a lot of them were showing 70 to 75% reduction in terrorist activity during the two weeks of the experiment. Now, these people were not meditating 24 hours a day. They were coming in once or twice a day and meditating collectively. If our ability to impact other people, our ability to actually connect magnetically, resonantly, if that if we have that ability and we send that love out and we're, you know, more of us are intentionally sending that out, then if we bring in this Maharishi effect, what if, what if us staying in a state of feeling this love and compassion and hopefulness does have the ability to change the world for the better, to create more peace, because more people are feeling the ease and the serenity. It's something to think about. And I think the odds of it affecting are great enough that it's worth experimenting with. And at the very least, you're going to feel better. So So things to play with, some ideas around science and how that affects your consciousness, how that affects your energy. A lot of times, a lot of this stuff I found just extremely fascinating. I thought I'd bring it to you just to kind of open some, some new possibilities, some new ways of thinking and realizing that, you know, all of this energy stuff, a lot of people call it woo woo. And it's not so woo woo. There's actually a lot of scientific evidence to show that the energy work is extremely powerful and really does influence and affect everything that we do. So until next time, have fun. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.